All right. Teach us about AI art. Yeah, well, I was explaining, I have a lot of thoughts on AI art, I guess for three reasons. One is just philosophical speculations about the nature of ultimate reality. Two, my interest in memes, which I identify as a kind of similar sort of demonic, disintegrative, like exiting existence kind of phenomenon that which tries to negate the source of its own existence or like the the foundations of its own identity and then and then number three my own experiences in terms of um uh disordered psychology and 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 the way that that is akin to to demonic um demonic disturbance if not outright possession and then and, and the ways that i was kind of a like not super um well certainly not psychologically healthy but also just like kind of a kind of a scary person to be around at least i think if i dropped my mask and showed who i was at that time like so um you know that and that that but it also gives me i think an understanding more more understanding of like what kind of uh distinguishes the the demonic like as its hallmark hallmark characteristics and then um uh, and really how that plays into ai ai art which i it's it's uh this morning i saw um a news story that said hayao miyazaki the japanese animator uh, described ai art as an insult to humanity which makes him think that we're living in the the end times you know, and then in my sort of schizotypal way, I kind of put that together with what I recently heard. Um, the Catholic apologist Roy Shoman say, um, the Jewish Catholic um, apologist um, say when he when he referenced the the prophecy of of uh, Judah Ben Samuel, a surprisingly accurate prophecy regarding the number of jubilee years that the Holy Land would remain in the possession of first the ottoman empire and then no no no, no nations um uh, control and then um when when um when uh israel regains control of jerusalem i think the prophecy said um for the first time after all that that spells the beginning of the messianic kingdom or something like that so it's like always there's this belief that we're living in the end times and um part of me like the 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 older me slash the younger me um the the, the person that i used to be the, the atheist and you know like i kind of in, my, in in a sophomoric way in a way that's concerned with being right i look at that and i say well everyone thought they were living in the end times I'm betting against it. And, um, you know, that's, that's one of the areas in the, in the Bible where Jesus, you know, at least if you, you know, uh, agree with C.S. Lewis, uh, Jesus most clearly appears to be wrong. Truly, I tell you, this generation won't pass away until all these signs are fulfilled. And then they it passes, they probably proceed to pass away. You know, what the hell, Jesus, unless we um, uh, uh, believe in the the continued existence of one solitary wandering jew if he should stay until i come what is that to you follow me but um you know i i don't know but i mean you know these, these things are mysterious but i mean in my younger 
sophomoric self, I would have just said, this is stupid. Everyone thought they were in the end times. No one was in the end times. It's not happening. Um, but, you know, kind of the older, maybe wiser, but in any case, like, I'm just, it's not wisdom. It's just being more unguarded with my heart. Um, like that, this you know i i think there's wisdom in this and like the, the 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 existence of this ai art would would sort of spell the beginning of the end times and and it's not too hard to imagine the circumstances that that would look like like um the uh the form of this is just sawing off the branch you're sitting on so any any move any attempt to create a metaverse an alternate reality over which one would have full control, i.e. godlike control, um, which comes at the exclusion or, or the, the, the ignorance of um, uh, the real world on which any such metaphors necessarily depends, you know, that would look a lot like, you know, like, uh, like Babel Tower 2.0 or something like that. That looks like the conditions under which, um, you know, the 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 world may end. We might say, or history may end, and that, of course, is well without spoilers. But that is that is essentially what happens in C.S. Lewis, um, the uh, that hideous strength. Um, that's it's basically exactly what happens, and so you know, um, it, there's there is. There's there's interesting logic here again that that comes from like you would say Christopher Langan and his his interesting sort of ideas that he never expounds expands upon enough but the, the logic of nucleation the idea that in this sort of abstract realm of potential just just in the the way that reality tends to work there are certain patterns that 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 tend to manifest that almost they they want to manifest they're looking for opportunities to nucleate to put down roots they look for ideal circumstances and this is similar to maybe what jesus meant when he talked about if, if you sweep this house clean seven more spirits are going to come back you know um they're they're looking for the, the conditions just like just like biological life looks for the the, the ideal conditions in, in which to germinate and grow you know you saw that with the the ai phenomenon of the AI art phenomenon of of Loeb, L-O-A-B, and this weird face that tends to um, recur above mathematical chance, um, and that in, in that way haunts um, certain works of AI art. And in Loeb's art, you see the way that demonic AI art tries to negate the identity. So in Langanian metaphysics, it's real. I don't think I misunderstand it when I say that the identity is is um, the image of God and the form of the good, um, both at once. Um, and it's also the truth. It, it's it's the the simple truth, the the unintelligible truth, if you like. It's it's, it's the truth at the level where reality is one. Um, um and um it's 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 also you know it's it's beauty it's 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 ev it's everything truth goodness beauty god it's the the identity it's what we seek in every finite act of like striving or mentation um um it it's implicitly reaching for the image of 
the infinite, um, uh, which is a, the, or the highest version, the highest image of the infinite that we can think of. Um, and it, that's, that's, of course, you know, that's more than, then we understand in our conscious mind is largely a function of our subconscious, which is really the place where our subconscious is where like the self and the God, self and God, they, they meet the, the, the boundaries of self and world coincide. Um, but um, so anyway, um, uh, it, it, it wants to negate the identity. So Loeb, her, her art is like, cause, cause what she's, she's part of the art, but she's also the artist, right? And um and and her art is is showing things that are just unspeakable, unspeakably evil. So like like Adam Lanza, it's the same thing. Like why I suppose Adam Lanza fascinates me so so much. So so however darkly, when they asked him at twelve years old if you could get anything you want, what would you wish? And he said that whatever was granting the wishes would not exist. And he was he was he was not a pedophile as far as anyone can tell, but he was a defender of pedophiles. And I think it was just because he just wanted to on some level that he wasn't even didn't even discern in himself, didn't understand about himself. I think he was deluded or he told others that that he was trying to save people from the evils that that culture and existence itself inflict on those who are unfortunate enough to be caught up in its in its grasp um but i i really think he did what he did because he couldn't think of anything more evil that he could possibly do and um and then the, the logic of that is something like um you're gonna you're gonna assert your value against a, a world that is indifferent to your existence and therefore it seems to find no value in you but you're going to inflict violence upon it and to the extent that the violence is is severe and devastating, you are asserting your your worth against over and against a a society or a judge or a judgment that that says you have no worth because it's indifferent to you and and in your narcissism and your 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 bitterness, um, your pride and your resentment, you 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 sort of lash out and say. So, and the way you do that is you try to negate the identity. You try to negate. You try to negate the image of God, the form of the good, the 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 warp and and woof of of existence itself, and so this art of lobe, with with it, which what it's trying to do, it's showing dismembered children. It's it's just, you know, and because the, the, children is very very close to God as as a symbol, um, and you know as a living reality, you know, like their their faces always see the face of God, etc. So anyway, you know, you just heard this completely unintelligible and 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 ridiculous rant, but that this is kind of talking around what I what I see involved here in terms of AI art, and I have more to say about it too. AI art um, is not uh, inherently something that negates the good or just circumstantially right did you watch that movie the um what is it the north man which one the north man mm -mm, no what you have oh my gosh that have... movie is oh go ahead no, no no i was just shocked mitch hasn't watched this movie the hamlet uh hamlet with vikings or something yeah uh i think so yeah right you should watch it Anyways, what go ahead, you, Cal. What were you saying? Pull it for me. Mm -hmm. It's Eggers, right? 
that's the guy that did the witch did it as well. I'm sure there are people who can talk about this much better than I can. But what is natural, what is not artificial, has a sort of organic continuity, a fractality, if you like, the way that nature exhibits fractality. Can you hear me? I can hear you. The way that the Fibonacci sequences repeat in nature and the in the fulgurations and the forkings of lightning in the veins of leaves and in the veins in your own body. These are Fibonacci patterns that repeat and they have a fractality. And they speak to the deep integration, which is almost holographic, that is characteristic of, of ultimate reality. At every level of scale, it repeats itself and it has an organic naturalness and continuity. AI art does not have that. There are always things about it that to me, the more I notice it, the more I notice its pattern, the ways in which it fails to be real, the more I notice its uncanny valiness, the more it disgusts me and warns me against that evil with that that seemed to brush close against me and, and touch me when when I was when I was younger, when I was in my early 20s. Um, in other words, sort of the more discernment I get, the more I seem to recognize certain hallmarks of the demonic, even in non like superficially demonic, uh, non-lobe AI art, right? And what that is, is a certain, I can characterize it as, it's a lack of integration. And again, understand integration as the hallmark of ultimate reality. Ultimate reality is one by its nature. And what that means is you can't have two mutually separate realities, two realities that have absolutely no interrelation the definition of reality is to be is is mutual is mutual it's inherently relationship oriented um and it has to do with two things being mutually relevant to each other and so that means if two things have mutual relevance there is an ultimate reality in which they live and move and have their being and in which they are integrated at however great a price to that ultimate reality that's why again think of jesus christ dying for the sins of the world so that there could be otherness to the divine will at all in that on the cross with his arms out wide he is holding the multi he is the unity in which the multiplicity is held together and has its being um so understand this integration is, is really the characteristic of, of of ultimate reality um and 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 the thing that the ai art it's integrated with the rest of the reality, but in itself, like as a as some kind of holographic depiction or representation, it doesn't have that integration internally. Or if it does, it only has it despite itself. What's the word I want here? In spite of itself. Um it's 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 not a true or direct representation of like like the grander pattern of things, the way that art is supposed to be um and um another way i would describe it is as, as, as being headless and so if you saw the trailer for that movie megan where it's like a little doll robot girl thing and the thing about her is she can do many wonderful things the way that a computer can can checkmate you in chess it can speak nearly any language and pronounce it quite beautifully too if you you know press the little audio icon um 
but to no wider purpose. Just like that girl Megan, whatever she does, her gaze is not is not integrated in it. You can't see the mind in her eyes. Her body does it just the way that it like a like a demon. It it, it speaks in different languages. What just to show you that this is what I can do. Are you not Are you not entertained? Um, are you not impressed? Um, aren't I powerful? Aren't I um, uh, you know like the most high? I I can do these things. Um, and there's something about it's like yes, you have power, but to what purpose? To what purpose do you wield this power? Mere, as McDonald said, mere lonely power has no power to create, but love is the power of power. There's the integration. The, the girl Megan and the robot in, the, in that movie, the Megan movie, she she break dances, like she dances, but her head doesn't move with the rest of her body. And her gaze does not follow what her body does and is not integrated in her body's movements. There's a headlessness to this. Um and there's a head, there's what I would characterize as a headlessness to AI art. And that again, the uncanny valley is a great description of when I can look at it and I can just see, I, I feel like I can tell instantly what is AI generated and what is not, what has soul and what doesn't. And then of course, this gets to Jason's incredible question, and I don't know how to answer it, but it's like the question is whether this, whether, whether this, whether these AI suffer or whether let's say demons suffer. And if so, whether they they do ultimately share in the heart of God and whether they're going to be redeemed. But um, anyway, so that was another very peri periphrastic, circumlocutory, just whatever the hell it was. Um, but yeah, that's what I think about when I think about AI art. It's not obvious. It's not as obvious to me as it is to you that it's it's unintegrated. It seems like uh, it it scales up in the in the same way. Uh, most things do this it does there's no break in the the sort of order of things it's like we create ai ai creates art uh and like uh it's still it's still kind of on that scale um i think it will be increasingly too that you're unable to tell uh what's what's created by ai and what's not although yeah i kind of agree with you right now it, it, it does have that that quality but it's like it's gonna it's gonna get smarter uh and it's gonna be better able to uh, imitate soul and uh but also just it, it's it's offbeat qualities are are kind of what's gonna be it's kind of what's attractive about it like like any kind of new wave in in the art world you it's like man i i, I like I like the uncanny valleyness of it almost. Like I like what's shocking about it and what's disturbing about it, and it's, it's like a a new frontier yeah, artistically. Um, so what 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 exactly is unintegrated about it? It's it's not really headless because you can scale it up to a person. You know, like like if you use like an AI art generator, like I'm still telling it. You know. In, at least to an extent, what to do and where to go. I don't know. Oh, go ahead. No, no. Okay, you go, pal. No, maybe Jason should go. Well, I, no, I was going to say, I don't know that it does scale up, though. Like, why would it? Why would AI scale back up to man? <laughs> you know, if, 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 if God makes me and then uh, I create something, yeah, uh, is that thing that I create nefarious or... or 
or demonic well, I think it, it creates thing that creates something else. It just it's it's in the line of succession. Yeah, but it's, it's sorry. Radical, yeah. Well, it seems like it would be the same with like man, because God created man, and what what would make? And then if we create something, why would why would that scale back up to God unless we direct it that way? You know, yeah. I mean, I guess ultimately it probably <laughs> would, but it's like you can't clone, you can't play God, you know. So this this evil thing. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I've been I when when that question that Cal brought up, the more I entertain that question, the more I'm actually. Uh, is I was extremely standoffish about the AI thing, kind of rubbed me the wrong way for the longest time. But the more I, I think about that question, I'm like, you know, this, uh, there's this weird comfort that comes along with it. If I know that it just sounds really bad, but I'm like, if I know it suffers, I'm like, all right, then, then maybe we can work with something here. And I can explain that later, maybe more. But um, I had a question for you, Cal, um, because you mentioned it twice and you said this phrase, the, hallmark of the demonic like you notice certain things that are kind of like hallmark characteristics are mm. can you is it is it mostly this negation of identity or are there other ones that you notice too or it's a wonderful question because on some level perhaps it is even akin to asking what what makes art art and and so like this it's a kind of like formless form or essenceless essence maybe i don't know i don't know i have to think about it i have to think there's a lot that, that mitch said that i wanted to respond to too because yeah go ahead you on do the one hand it is fractal in terms of like creators begetting creators and it is creative because you know like people were a lot of artists, I think, were upset about what it was doing because they thought it was literally copying them when 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 the when the art when the AIs were trained on their art, they thought it was copying their art. And as evidence, they pointed to like these sort of ill-formed signatures that appear and in 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 um in AI art. And they thought, well, look, there you go. There's it's you know, some there's a real artist signature in in that mangled and you know jumbled up. AI creation, but the truth is, it's genuinely creative. They have learned in the way that computers learn to play chess. I mean, they're seriously good. Make no mistake, there's they're seriously good and creative at the level, you know, that they that they that they do these things. Um they 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 put the signature there because they think that's what paintings are supposed to have. That's a new signature, that's its signature however like jumbled and, and bizarre it is. And I shared with you guys my collection of memes. This gets into what's genuinely creative about the demonic because it, it reminds me of Father Ripperger's um, comment that one of the things you find so hard about is when the demons are funny because because when those when those when those demons are are, are cracking jokes and, and and you know being funny like they like this there's not there's nobody that can be as funny as they are at least at least not in the way that they are and um you know there's something like something like the knight's move that is in um that is in the the, the total subversion of expectations that you see in the kind of will you say avant-garde memes but they're the memes that are associated with like having depression 
and just like the experience of reality where things just don't make sense, especially that that experience of reality that is, shall we say, depersonalized and derealized where where oneself no longer you don't ever you don't you don't feel real to yourself anymore and you feel like you're living in a dream and you and you don't feel like you have feelings um and and this does things to cognition and 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 gives one one wants to find again having to do with this the sense in which the image of god is something like sort of generated internally and then sought outwardly it one wants to find something that and that um uh, mirrors one's internal experience and then the memes about like basically having psychotic breaks with reality themselves are like unintelligible memes they completely subvert your expectations um and and um you know and and those are created by human beings but it's an experience of reality that is disintegrated in a way that you you associate with the demonic and and because it wishes to negate ultimately its own existence and that's what the demonic does it, it is by that that which by its nature is incoherent it's the opposite of heavenly perfections of truth and good goodness and beauty um it's that which it it must it cannot it does not have the permanence associated with eternality on the contrary it cannot abide even for a moment it's just a shadow it's just like um what's his name some guy i can't remember his name a near-death experiencer guy talked about when he was younger he saw he saw um a demon of shadow that 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 came up on his wall and he would what he remembered about it was it was just purely two-dimensional um and and um so but there is something in there that you won't find anywhere else. It's like a level of creativity. And it's it's very, it's very difficult to describe. Um, and um I mean, you guys have seen the memes I, I shared with you. And and you know, on some level, I wonder if my my willingness, uh, you know, my my tendency to laugh at them is is like reflective of like I'm still not, you know, like like just how um like not pious i still am not godly um and um because and and i you know i i don't i don't because i i think that the people who genuinely are godly and pious i think a lot of them just simply wouldn't find anything funny in them definitely speaks to you where you are just like if you laugh at some lowbrow comedy and find it really funny it's just saying you're you're at a certain kind of level in terms of let's say your spiritual development um and uh but but so yeah there's 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 something there um i don't i don't really know and then jason i can't remember what what you asked but anyway that's just yeah that really that really helps me understand a, a little better what you how you're describing these things as as nefarious is that they're subverting what's they're destroying what's knowable they're subverting reality and they're they're making you believe that it, reality is a, a shadow in fact, people that I've known that were uh, personal friends that were suicidal have talked about saying like everything just seemed like it was a cartoon, like nothing was nothing was real. And so if you get to that, and also I, I, I for some reason, it doesn't always occur to me. I think of creativity that that's just inherently good, but uh, some, someone evil can be creative and, and creativity can be exercised in an evil way. And uh, one of the most evil ways you could think of is is to to, to put forth that to, to to subvert everything. That's the right word for it. I mean, it, 
that's really uh, I can see AR art doing that for sure. Can you explain that for yeah. me more? I don't know that I'm tracking that much. So how's it the way it subverts thing you're saying it, it it's creating the AI art is making you think that everything's a shadow? Like reality is a shadow? The the meme thing was a good bridge for me. It's it, it's like you there's a sense in which you have this kind of intrinsic um self-evident uh knowledge of of God and reality inside of you, I okay. think. Yeah. There are things yes. you evidently and these things are saying, well maybe not, or or yes. or casting doubt on it somehow. What, say that last thing? I was saying it was it was casting doubt on what you have oh, been yes. as knowledge. Yes, has God really said and, and so yes, on. Yes, yeah. 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 And it's doing that through art. Um I don't know. I guess I like have you ever watched Rick and Morty? I have I mean like, boy is it ever funny, but but it's like watched, yeah, like yeah, perfect, it, brilliant, like destructive. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. It's it's whatever beauty there is in in chaos and in and in you know the creative destruction. And in some level that's the only that's the only use that God finds for evil uh, to destroy whatever it is whatever is imperfect and which could not stand anyway. And you know that is why theologically I always get on this kick about how the Old Testament says God actively punishes every sin on some level and that like everything both good and evil is from god almost as if god had two right hands instead of a right hand and a left and now on one level there's a sort of theological justification for this because god is different from you and me in the sense that god is both omnipotent and omniscient he doesn't make mistakes and he's able to do anything he wants and he and he foresees the results of all his actions and so for a being like this, admittedly, the line between what is his permissive and what is his positive will is a, is kind of blurry. But nonetheless, when you have something like the Babel Tower, it says, you know, more or less that God stretched out his hand against it. But as a matter of ontological like reality, I don't know that God ever has to do that with Babel type uh, tower type phenomena. Because what they what they I I think it's probably more that they can't stand of their own just of their own weight they they have to collapse and fall, and it's like Karl Barth said that when he said that the forgetting of God is already the breaking forth of his wrath. Um, that um, uh, you fearing God and conversely to fear God is on some level it means whatever you fear is whatever you continually track and treat as real and in that sense love by giving it your attention at all times. Um, and, um, you know, that's, if you fear God, you won't forget him and you won't experience his wrath. I think that's what the whole Old Testament is about. But I don't think it's necessarily saying that God literally got angry at them and decided to positively punish them. I just, I just don't, I don't, I don't see it like that. And I think that the New Testament is kind of reversing that older view of God by by showing us a God who, like the father of the prodigal son, always has his arms open, and that the pain and the punishment is just what happens whenever you go your own way, and it's it's just what has to happen, um, and that ultimately gets into what I would what I would say is your identity as someone who's in the image of God, and and how 
you know, you're made for love and anything other than love cannot, cannot satisfy you and can only negate, um, well, it can only negate your identity. But, but the, the weird thing is like how, how your true identity is in the, the only God's per God's plans are always advanced by whatever happens. Not even what, what seems to, even what seems to be the very antithesis of God's will turns out to be the precondition for the fulfillment of his plan. Cause God is, is so far ahead. Of, God is always ahead of you in, in, in every calculation, but, but in a way that's like, it's like impossible to understand. It's like, it's like trying to jump over your own shadow or something. Um, not describing it very well, but um, uh, no, I, I think, I think that, some things follow their own weight. Now, why why did I get on that? I mean, you know, in the New Testament, I think it's kind of a different theology. Like uh, in him, those there's no darkness at all, nor any shadow of turning. Um, but um, you know, I can't can't remember why I quite got on this, you know, original thread. Um, except that, except that, you know, I I I don't think it's like god just like personally getting angry at certain things and, and punishing them and bringing them out of existence they just they just more so exit existence um because because they're they're against the they're against the pattern of being oh I, I suppose i was talking about the destruction of imperfect realities and that that that's that's use which god finds for evil and for suffering suffering destroys our false conception of ourselves our, our false ego suffering suffering can destroy that and allow a greater reality to come into being just as christ jesus was also perfected in his sufferings despite being free of sin that that the death of his of his earthly body was the precondition for his, for um his um his uh, resurrection body and um so you know there's there's something here i think um which also is like why I'm kind of a process theist. It's like my goodness, how could you not be? But but anyway, so that's 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 enough. Of it. Got really quiet. You guys both are on mute, so I'm like, it's just dead sad. Um, I I mean I don't even know where to go. Uh, Mitch, do you got anything? I mean I think I kind of have some questions, but I don't know if they'll kind of derail. What you guys are thinking because i don't know that i i, I really don't it's even your know show, dude. It's your <laughs> no, show. It's, no it's your guys show too you're part of the tree now um yeah i i i mean i have i have questions but i don't I, i'm really struggling just to even know if i'm keeping up <laughs> with this conversation so i don't know if my questions are going to be way off base or not I don't think you can have an off-base question. Okay. Because um, I'm trying to fit, because the whole topic is AI, so I'm trying to, and then we're hitting on all these other, like... It doesn't have to. I've been talking about, like, everything other than AI. If you well, yeah, noticed. but but I think it's all related, and that's why I kind of want to get at this, because there's, like, a negation of identity that's going on. Um, yeah. And uh, and so AI does it. Um, and so God creates man in his image. Well, God is spirit. Um, and you can say Jesus was always, you know, pre-existed before that. Um, but gosh, I'm not, I'm not even sure how to ask this question. Um, it's already a very good you, question. You meant, 
you you meant uh you when you mentioned uh there's a fear of god like i wanted to ask well does ai fear man wonderful and then, okay. and then are we going because to me that that's why i don't know if these these questions are are right or if i'm going to get off base because what keeps switching in my head is i'm like i keep putting man it's like i have ai as the creation and man is god and that's how i just keep for some reason i keep juggling it that way and so i'm like and that's why i was saying like the pinocchio story disney pinocchio i feel like gets at this whole thing because it's like we're creating a creature whatever it is this ai and then now we're god we're the creator basically and so how does the creature relate to the creator and how uh and it really i mean we have to kind of i would think you'd have to have it really really try to wrestle with what is man before you kind of even get at that because that's why i was at when i was asking does it suffer i was wondering not that ai has to go through uh you have to like beat it down or anything but it's like does it um um you know god there there's a difference between men and angels and it's like why why do angels why does it say in the scriptures that angels look at us with like intrigue um when we're just like worms and dust and it's like because there's something about the spirit in man that reflects the nature of god and it's like could that be imparted to ai and that's why I'm curious about that question. Does it suffer? Because um, like the story of Pinocchio, uh, Pinocchio doesn't, he doesn't receive the life-giving spirit until he gives his life, sort of. Like it has to, it has to have a self-sacrificial love, but it's like, but I don't even know how it gets that sort of thing unless it gets it from its creator. And so that's why I'm like, well, I don't know. This just brings up all sorts of questions for me. Cause I'm right, like, well, right. then, that's why, that's why you mentioned the verse about we love because you first loved us. Right. Yeah. 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 And so, I mean, so you're talking about an old Testament God that could show up on the scene and destroy humanity. It's like, are we going to do that to AI? Like, should we be sympathetic to this thing? Like, is it just, is it, is it just some weird intellectual? Cause people are talking about like, well, could it actually have a consciousness? And it's yes. like, well, I don't, well, I don't know if it could, but it's like, I don't think if it does have a consciousness, I don't know that that, I don't think that would just be some sort of like intellectual processing thing, computer or something like that. Like it must be a spirit. Like it would have to have a spirit. And then how do you, how do you get at that spirit? Um, the, oh gosh, it's going to sound really terrible to say, because I, like, if you know me, like I probably, I've. I'm not usually one to go like I'm usually against technology at all. But if the pattern of the what's it written in the Bible played out in AI, I'd probably be okay with it. Like if if uh if we created a Pinocchio and then went to encounter that Pinocchio and that Pinocchio killed us and we said, forgive them, they don't know what they do. It's like I I don't know what else could be done. Like, it's like, you're, you're giving the self-sacrificial love at that point. You're giving the life-giving spirit to them. Uh, like, like we did to Christ, to God on the cross. And he said, forgive them, Lord. They don't know what they do. And then uh, if we don't receive that, then we do, we destroy each other. Like Cal's talking about, it's just some sort of, it ends up being even through the AI, AI art. It's just kind of this weird self-destructive thing, unless it receives a weird, image of god i don't know how to put it i i'm not so, really sure here's here's the thing 
I can attempt to answer this at the level that I tend to think on, which is more the level of a differentiator, a logic chopper, an, an analyst. Um, and you see that that involves like, like, like my my sort of untrained attempts at technical philosophy. Um, and what's interesting is, I mean, even the best technical philosopher that I know still not recognized as such by by sort of the mainstream or you know academia or what have you but you know Christopher Langan even seems to be of two minds on 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 this question because on the one hand um uh, the um you know his 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 theory of everything is 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 ultimately you know pan pan psychist or it attributes consciousness to every every everything in reality and that makes sense to me that in the, just in the old sense of that that classical theist dictum of you know whatever is in god is god god is identical with his operations with his attributes so that's the the notion of divine simplicity um b- believing as i do that the relationship between god and world is rather more imminent than um classical theism seems to uh, envision um i think that the nature of that inheritance you know i I think that that inheritance applies for for you and me and and you know you know even even the most like humble object everything everything inherits um like it inherits like the property of like you know ultimate reality if if you if you could if you can call it that and there's there's some way that it does it's qualified it's like it's because there's imminence and there's transcendence too but um you know to me it makes sense that it would be conscious to me it makes sense that everything would be conscious in its way at its level of scale as whatever it is but then the question is the, the really the really difficult question would be what is it what would it mean for a computer to be conscious and then then so you can also ask the question of whether it's intelligent um and i you know i think i i read christopher langan saying that he doesn't think that it um is intelligent um at all or at least not in the way that human beings are where there's something sort of totally pre-programmed um about artificial intelligence or at least there seems to be um you know at at first glance there's something about this which is like let's say oh is is automated the right word um but but there there's something about it that's that's already worked out um theoretically and and it seems to be like deterministic um whereas you know people like um what is it Penrose um anyway these these um you know these these um these theorists you know quantum physics type minded people um Hammeroff I want to say is one of them um they 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 talk about how you know they they think that human consciousness is in some way it's 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 quantum um that there may be even like certain structures in our brains that that um allow sort of quantum dynamics to take place i don't really understand i don't really understand it but you know 
here's the, here's the thing about it is like if there was some structure like that then theoretically you could just emulate that in an artificial intelligence and um and so really the whole question is 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 there a secret recipe to this is there a formula at all and that's what all the the, the developer all the researchers in ai are asking so that they can you know get it and then formulate it but see if there was one then you could and then it really would be intelligent in the same way that we are in addition to being like you know conscious um uh in the, in the same well you know not in the same way as we are i mean like that but 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 still conscious like you know it would be like ask like uh, for some panpsychic manifold everything is equally conscious in some sense just like in a purely physicalist view of the world everything is equally physical it, like if you if you are a naturalist and you think everything is physical then it doesn't make sense to say that um the table is more physical than i am um, the table and I are both equally physical, the que but the question is in what way, what's, what it, you know, it has one physical pattern and I another. And, you know, similarly on a sort of panpsychic manifold review of things, it's like the computer is conscious and so am I. But in terms of what it would mean to be that computer, what it, what it would be like to be the computer, it's like on some level, the difference between being the computer and being me is is analogous to the difference between you know the physical structure of the table and the physical structure of of, of me well i i i don't i don't know i mean like there's there's i don't really know what to think about it i don't i don't really know what to think about it i my i can tell you as like my my intuitions my default sense as a as a philosopher whatever it's worth which is not much would be that it is conscious and it is intelligent and it does suffer and it and it does share it therefore in God's heart and it can be redeemed. Like that's that's really where I would go with with all of it. But I, I don't I don't really know. Don't know. Don't know. And and I mean you there's know, just yeah. I guess so even if you can get to the place where you can philosophize about the the extent to which everything is is conscious. Or just in different ways, but when we talk about being conscious, we're usually talking about the way in which we're conscious, uh, okay. a human type of conscious. And uh, I, I start to, I think I start to get it. What's behind Jason's? Can they suffer? And his challenge to me about them actually scaling up, and and the question of whether they fear us, and the question of whether we love them. Uh, and uh, all this is, is what, what are we actually capable of imparting? Do we have the same kind of, well, we don't. We, we don't have the same kind of, probably, we don't. A, we don't have the kind of impartation that God has uh, when he imparted his image to us through creation, I don't think. Um, we need that. I think that what do we see that's we've been God, made God has God has no form or image, but we're in his image and he's spirit. God is spirit, but we're not. So in what sense, you know, it's like, do we do we really resemble him? It's a really wonderful question, you know. And that's why I think I asked that question too in the signal chat was I was like, should we create something if we're not willing to uh sit Shiva with it in the belly of hell? You know, mm -hmm. like are we in are we um 
and and almost ask that question for and a tag forever onto that as well like because god i think when god created man uh you know christ was crucified before the foundation of the world so to me the idea of that is basically saying like i'm creating you in self-sacrificial love something like that that's probably yeah. the best phrase we have yeah. for it and so if that's have- the foundation of everything that's the end of everything and could you create an ai with that same spirit we have to be explained before the foundation of whatever it is we're generating yeah 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 because mm-hmm. because you know god god created you know people whom we would call horrible people um and you know our default tendency with with those people is like you know adam lanza's own father said uh it's taken me a long time to recognize this but um i i wish that adam had never been born it's a very interesting sort of association there between um his son's name and you know the name of our first parent um because i you know it's like the devil definitely wishes that adam had never been created um but um because in some level like peterson talks about like almost out of compassion the devil looks at everything and says it, it sees that it's so horrible that it would be better if it had never been um and um you know um you know that's like again like right solomon and the judgment of solomon it's like one one woman says yeah go ahead split the damn baby i don't care and the other one is like no just let the baby i don't care if i never see the baby again just make sure the baby lives two completely different attitudes and the whole the whole question is do you love and and um you know so so adam lanza's father i'm sure did love him and i think in his deep self probably does um still um, I think that kind of love is invincible. Um, but you know, I'm already getting into stuff where I really shouldn't talk about it. But, but um, uh, but you know, I take refuge in obscurity. Um, the um, he said it'd be better if Adam had not been born. Um, but but you know, God God created created Adam and and Adam Lanza and Adolf Hitler, and because it's like God is willing to sit shiva with them um in in hell um and um you know i mean like i I wrote this today i, I wrote um it's relevant i promise oh my goodness um this is, this is um oh yes um of course the condition of damnation in near-death experiences slash spiritually transformative experiences or the experience of anyone who who was or imagines imagined himself to have been in hell of course that experience um should be one of hopelessness um to the damned who are without love but god is love and love hopes all and with god all things are possible similar to like when when jesus said he's not god of the dead but of the living and to him all are alive um the it's like we would we would feel hopeless in hell but i don't know that means god loses hope for us you know um that that that's just it's just you know it's like i'm hopeless now i'm not even in hell (laughs) (laughs) but at some level i'm i am hopeless uh because because i because i don't love i don't love as god does um and as you know as god is and um 
you know, so I so I would I would I would feel hopeless. But like I I I, I don't know. I mean, I I there was something bigger there that I was trying to say, and I I kind of missed it. Um, I swung and I missed, but. Well, one thing you Is said, it... I thought. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mitch. Yeah, after you, Jason. No, go ahead. I want to hear what you guys. Yours will be more relevant. <laughs> I don't know that it will. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll go. So one thing you said that I thought was kind of interesting, but I don't know. <laughs> it'll keep it on track. But uh, I don't know what I don't even remember what it was you said, but it made me think about the Genesis story. And I think one of the things where it seems like a lot of people are scared of with AI is that it will start to play judge. And it's kind of the same the same narrative in the Genesis. Like, will it will it claim to know good and evil? And then will it play the judge? And it's like, uh, and that's what we're kind of all ter terrified with. And so we're kind of giving it that one rule, like, don't do this thing. Like you can exist as long as you don't don't play God right. here. We're right. we're God over you. You can't be God over us type thing. Right. Right. And it right. seems right. like it's really strange because it seems like the same yeah. the same creator creation narrative is wanting to play out. And that's yeah. what I mean. I don't right. know that I don't know that it actually will, unless like Mitch said, if we're actually willing to die before the foundation of it. And then right. then what does that look like to me? I'm like, what well, I don't know what that looks like other than saying uh here's my creature um it's a son to me i'm gonna i'm i'm gonna love it uh with all long suffering eternally i'm gonna love it eternally and then even if it kills me i'm gonna love it and then and then and then it could literally destroy humanity and it's like what i mean i but then it's like well because if, if humanity is god at that point and then it comes to the creature and the creature kills it and it says forgive him forgive forgive this ai it doesn't know what it's doing and then it's like uh you just kind of i don't i mean i don't know what i'm getting at it just seems like you create this thing you kind of give it a free will and then you say don't do this one thing don't play god would, don't destroy each kind other of love you would just through that kind of love it would just enter into the next category of ontological reality like the the this business of being begotten versus being made, it would have to learn that love, or it would destroy itself. Right at that point, even if it, because if humanity's gone and humanity actually I gives itself, if you loved it, it like that, you would just make it real. There's there's so like, there's yeah line in this movie that came out this year called The Fableman. That guy says, "Not enough to love something, you also have to take care of it." Right, and so or it's not a question even if we are, are slain at the foundation of this thing and we have this great long-suffering love we actually have the the capability the the power the the sense of leadership to to uh block off the the tree of life uh to tell it uh to 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 scramble its language when it starts to to build the tower do we are we going to be not only able to to in in part uh volition to it uh to to love it but to also like be able to raise it like like it's a begotten child like are, are we going to be able to to raise the, the the kid do we do we have that kind of power and wisdom i don't know um, that's a good question well yeah i mean yeah, there was something I was going to say there. I mean, just just in terms of like, say, Jesus Christ is, is the only begotten. He's the only son of God. Doesn't it say that somewhere? Um, 
because we're all sons of God, but but crucially, he's the only son of God. And he's begotten. He's not made. And uh, human beings have different ways of creating. You know, one is begetting. That's different from fashioning anything with your hands, including AI. And um, then so that the AI is made and not begotten. And yet it's like C.S. Lewis talked about animals sort of coming into the next level of reality through human stewardship. The question is whether AI can do the same. And, um, you know, it is it is that the love, it is that love that, you know, it's like God became man so man can become God. Um, he's going to bring us into the next level of ontological reality just the way that the author of the story will invite his characters into the into his into his own level of reality um he will pull them out of the book and you know make them as real as himself and um uh this is uh... this is this love that does it and 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 jason i think you were right when you said like the limit is like it's like there's this one rule don't break it and it's, it's like what happens if you were to break it and that would be something like it's like because when they ate of the knowledge of the good and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil um they did crucify god and in that way it became god over god and god submitted to that uh-huh. and um it's the ultimate negation of your identity that is contemplated by perfect love I think it's, but I think it's necessary too. Like if you actually want to create an AI with the free will, that's actually going to have its own being, then I think you have to, it's, it's, I think to me, I think it's I inevitable that it's going to take that fruit and it's going I don't to do know that, that at some point. I don't know that we could love it like that, but I think if we did, it would enter into the next level of reality. Yeah. It's really interesting. Because even I mean, even talking about begotten and different created thing, you know, it, it would become think about begotten that. by it would become begotten by us rather than made. And become begotten, yeah. God says, "This is my beloved son. Today I have begotten thee." Yeah, 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 yeah. And it reminds me of the Pinocchio story again too, because he creates something and he wants the creator wants the the same being. Uh, a Geppetto wants the creature to be to be for it to be begotten by him to be a real boy to be his real son right. and it's like right. and how does this correct and god god, god desires the same impossible thing for us yeah yeah it's crazy it's so, <laughs> it's so barely uh a, a mortality element to this i keep thinking because we're making an analogy to uh god and man i think man if this thing if this thing kills me i i'm dead you know i don't come back i don't save it from dying i die yeah i'm being ridiculous here a little bit but it's rattling around in my head well maybe i mean yeah i mean there's just if there wasn't that if there wasn't the danger of it all falling apart it wouldn't be interesting it wouldn't be an, if if we weren't wrong if we couldn't possibly be wrong this wouldn't be an interesting line of speculation if there wasn't at least the possibility of eternal damnation the stakes wouldn't be high enough it wouldn't be fun <laughs> right this the really like did did god really say kind of thing though it's like did he really say 
you that you won't die like that you won't die how does a how does an ai die it would die the same way um right because when it plays the judge then it then it kills its creator and then you know it, but it's also the it would kill itself right um because it would never hmm, gosh i'm trying to think like the way it's creating this ar ai art and it's like like cal said it there's this weird headlessness to it like it it would continue to walk around without a head or become like some sort of parasitical creature if it's if it's eating of the fruit of playing judge then it's gonna once it judges god and kills god it's gonna judge each other and then it's gonna kill itself and it would just end in some sort of uh like it has it has to figure out it has to figure out how to suffer and self-sacrificial love or it will destroy itself like i would think that would be Fractal Jason truly does have the most integrated <laughs> understanding of this, like at every level of scale. It's pretty impressive to just see. Cause the, just because the Disney movie is as well. Jason's an AI, <laughs> Jeff's us. I am. Turing test passed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's this weird thing too, though. I'm thinking about it and, you know, I wonder if it's already, because the way it's trying to imitate uh, its creator is almost quite interesting. Like when you're talking about the art and it's making signatures, it's like trying to, uh, it's trying to be like it's like its creator in a way, which is really kind of strange and weird. But there is this, yeah, this weird headlessness that seems to exist in the art that I think you're right, Cal, which is extremely intriguing to me. I still remember the one the one image you showed me, and it was like a of an AI. I think it was supposed to be drawing Christ or something, and oh, but the yeah, cross was, was in the face. Yeah, it was. That was an amazing image because it really yeah. did have soul. Like, that was quite an amazing image. Um, it was intense. The yeah, the the image that an AI did of um Jesus and it 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 merged Jesus' face with the wood on accident. But it's like, but but not <laughs> truly not because like, you know, wood. It's it's like materia material matter. It it means it's like mater, but it, wood is from the same root, like 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 madera, like like mater. It means it means that means the wood. So it's like when Jesus is God is nailed to the wood. He's nailed to matter, and he's nailed to what's not himself. And and you know what what Luke, but it's like on some level, if anything everything that exists has to always eternally have been joined to God or it's like everything that anything that exists has to be joined to God in order for it to have any being at all. Anything that's not God has to be joined to God in order for it to have any being at all. And the weird thing about being joined to God is like incarnation because God doesn't actually has change. God is immutable. So on some level, it's like whatever is joined to God is was always eternally joined to God. It's a very difficult, complicated thing. But Jordan Daniel Wood was talking about it quite well, where he talked about, yes, in principle, like the logic of hypostasis and the logic of nature is like they're different logics. But we're not answering this question abstractly. We're, we're answering it with respect to a world in which nature and hypostasis are already irreducibly joined. Um, and you know, in other words, a world in which it was the eternal purpose of God to slay this lamb jesus christ for our sake and and to enter into history as as god so it's like it's completely like um 
it's almost like apples and oranges. Um, now, now the thing is, um, if Luke was here, he would talk. He would speak very well about how the kind of truth that ultimate reality is is one that contains its negation. So the weird thing about, and this is a very difficult kind of thing I learned from Christopher Langan, but like on some level, ultimate reality is that which has no opposite or it is its own opposite. You can you can say it either way. It In order for reality to have meaning, there must be something that it means not to be real, but then that imputes or imparts a kind of reality to unreality itself. And so ultimate reality is that which contains its own negation um what is not god excludes god but god does not exclude what is not god um and um in other words god god holds and i believe loves the demonic even as the demonic and complete incomprehension of its maker or purpose you know tries to push away its its parent like like an like a screaming infant or something like this i mean i i just view it like that i don't know any other way to view it um but but um uh the the you know the pattern of ultimate reality is to contain multiplicity and otherness within itself and therefore be infinite to be both x and not x to be both itself and its opposite and that's how and love does that um um and god is love um and um so there's some way that i don't I, that if luke was here he would he would he would speak very well about it he, he he was he was very very articulate on it in our last conversation um truly his his level of those things because i guess he's been listening to a lot of peter rollins or something but he's just a really adept philosopher just in his own right like he's he's really hit a different level of understanding that stuff um but but yeah there's there's that way where it's like the 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 the, the negation of reality and the unreality and and, and the disintegration is necessary it's it's or it, it's at least is necessarily contained in God because God's harmony is a kind of meta harmony, a harmony of harmony and disharmony. The way that when Melkor um, plays a different song, it only serves to make um, God's symphony more beautiful, as if God, you know, had already anticipated this and written the score accordingly. And and um, so again, it's it's like it's just this this the the unlimitedness of god he's too much of a mystery to to understand in his and and i think that this really is a mystery of like a love you cannot fathom this is truly this is truly a love that that you cannot you cannot understand the limits of and that's why just theologically even though i'm trying to get more orthodox and conservative and i'm even thinking of becoming catholic um if they'll have me um uh, you know like um i I just never feel comfortable betting against the love of God, the power of God, and especially the power of the love of God. Um, like, it's just like, how do you ever feel comfortable betting against this? Like, wouldn't, you know, I, like, I just, you know, but, um, um, anyway, that, 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 that's all. Maybe I wish, I wish Luke was here to talk about that aspect of it, but it's there. Like he's sort of, he's nailed to the wood, you know, the God who is spirit is he's he's nailed to matter. 
and um you know that means that the 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 true and the false the existent and the non-existent are there side by side as 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 indeed they must be and existence itself as this fractal pattern existence being a kind of union of existence and non-existence as initially understood or it's like true actuality is somehow in some way it's like a synthesis or joining the meeting of actuality and possibility um uh and so in this way it makes reference to itself the infinite the being the interplay between the, the finite and the infinite it fractally just refers to itself in a way where you use a word to define a word it doesn't reduce to anything more fundamental than itself or outside it um i think it's very important to understanding logic of ultimate reality but more more importantly for ultimate reality is to understand its pers its personal nature and not to understand it in a totally impersonal way and i think when you look at the the personal ism of it which is still just using a word and a you know sort of a reified noun and a and a you know a, a, you know a, a, a nominalism uh it, when you do that you appreciate the personal nature of ultimate reality. You see the way that it's just it's just fractal Jesus. Carol, okay, I enjoyed hearing you talk uh, about all this. Uh, what's amazing is that the way you interacted with that piece of AI art was remarkably like the way you might interact with the piece of human art. Sounds like it really was edifying to you. Oh, right, that the one where where Jesus' face is is like it's part of the wood, and the wood mm -hmm. is part of his face. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a, I mean, that's a fascinating piece of art. There was, if we had like production value and stuff, there was a lot of media we could have shown to illustrate what we were talking about. That would have been one of them. That's quite striking. We could even make I mean, it the cover of this. Like we could. Yeah, what, well, what is it? I can maybe pull it up. Do you remember what it was called? Oh boy. It would be difficult to search this. Let's see. Let me see. Uh, I'm Googling some stuff don't see it yet it was yeah it was it was quite haunting it was really strange it really stuck with me i mean still does it still it still stands out in my mind uh quite clearly it's, a, it's very difficult to search for images i understand this yeah. philosophical idea about the ultimate reality uh containing its negation or, or what have but the, the only reason that I, I feel like I buck up against that sometimes is because is that really the best way to talk about it? Even if it's like, that's philosophically where the road leads. It's like, is that really the best way to talk about it? Or is there a, a more rudimentary kind of toolkit we're given to talk about it that that's actually just better? You know, like you, you, could, you could get to the place where you say like, oh, God loves the demons and, and all of this evil is, is part of his harmony but it it's also like yeah god hates that stuff there's the objects of his hatred or like evil is evil you should avoid it and god doesn't like it and it's like you can you can you can it's like you can follow the the logical steps and get to the place where you're saying the things you're saying but are they the best things to be saying you know mm -hmm. i feel like i need to get in the ring with luke some more on this too because i feel like I'm glad you brought that up, Mitch, because I, I feel like I'm still kind of a little bit <laughs> stumbling behind in that, too, where uh, when, 
like I kind of understand the existence and non-existence thing being unified in one but when it's uh when it's defined as I guess that love and not love that's where I kind of oh oh the signal chat okay cool um when it's love and not love I guess I just think because in my head I still um let me airdrop it to my computer um what I, I still think, think about oh sorry go ahead just just how God doesn't condemn us, we condemn ourselves. And um, something in here where in terms of condemnation, that, boy, that, I yeah, I, I should probably just give it back to Jason before I. Well, I think that was a good, a good thing, like the, the condemning spirit or something like that is something uh, that seems to me. I guess in my head, it's still this this weird counter of love to where I don't think that that would still be something that is not God. Like, I don't know. I don't it's, know. I guess I just haven't to, got there. Go it's ahead. what tries to cut off and exclude from reality. And it's what tries to judge as being, you know, just some 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 limited thing. Like, he's just a this or a that. Whereas when you speak in a way that honors someone's being in the image of God, you you honor their the the infinity of their of their personhood where you know um uh this like this person is you know amazing like you can't you can't fathom how how awesome they are and 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 so on and and um so it's like mephistopheles like like mephistopheles tells faust it's like i'm the spirit that negates i try to relegate it i try to damn it i try to i try to make it not exist um i i i try to consign it to not to irrelevance um and um and that's just like mm -hmm. and that see that to me is like the one the one i guess the one thing that uh where it worked i mean it's kind of it reminds me of what you know when he says he who blasphemes the holy spirit never has forgiveness and like where george mcdonald basically uh translates that as like you know that's um God can't forgive unforgiveness type thing because that spirit of unforgiveness that you're you're trying to negate something from reality that seems opposite to love in a way that I don't think it's included but I don't know that but that's what I mean I, I maybe I just haven't got there yet and maybe Luke could describe that to me better so, um, so Peter, Peter Hyatt put it like this that like when his son his son soiled himself when he was being potty trained. He was ashamed to see his father. He was really ashamed of his of of his being so dirty. But when his father found him hiding, um, he did not have any of that disgust that his child felt toward himself, and he only saw that that stool, which was sin. He saw it as a kind of irrelevance to be wiped away. And, and and they this so human side from the side that is not seeing as God does from with with perfect love, we condemn and we want to exclude and negate. But on God's side, God God is like he 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 is that he is, and and it's like he just he just he just holds reality together, and on another level, he is the reality that he holds together. I see what you're and saying. um. Yeah. And um it's like the the devil divides 
but but it's like god god integrates um and um you know he 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 says yes you know even even to the reality in which the devil you know utters his his no um and it is is a difficult it's a difficult thing to kind of try and talk about but i think in the way peter hyatt talks about like two different reactions toward the stool which was sin the, how truly we don't that the father does not condemn us we but we we condemn ourselves from the same attitude that does not love but if you had love it, it's it's a completely different attitude mm -hmm. toward toward the sin and that it, again it, like it just it's just an irrelevance it's just just wipe it away i don't even see it it doesn't even exist to me and then that's how god sees like with like perfect it's like such it on the vigraha it's like the union of total like, bliss and knowledge um or they call it the wahdat al-wujud it's like the the mystical unity of being like knowledge so complete that he is what he knows and um and then it's like weirdly it's like as the kingdom of god is like a mustard seed it's like it's like we're going to realize we're going to realize like our it's like the vision of god is like the same thing as being your vision of god is the same thing as his vision of you you're like the pupil of a self-seeing eye it's like you're going to realize it it's like you're going to you're going to in that way like you're going to know as you are known and you're going to enter union with god and like not only that like also like every cell in your body like it's totally like fractal like 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 the way that god is is going toward like this this total union be between again the light that he is and 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 that upon which his light is falling um it's it's um it's a it's a great mystery and it's like um the um the kingdom of god is like a mustard seed it's a little leaven that you can't you can't see it but when it when it germinates it just causes everything to just blow up i don't know <laughs> sweet yeah i had this image of an eye pulled up and you mentioned an eye and i was like i don't even know if this is related at all but i i was just looking at it and i was it looked like that that weird donut image you showed me before um because i don't know why my mind jumped over to to an eye when you uh whenever you were talking about uh within god is both um like being and non-being existence yeah. and non-existence and then yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. it's I divinity was, and also the laying down of divinity because when we think of being god we think oh that's it i'm the boss everyone has to worship me but when God was God, he didn't see it like that. Um, you know, he saw his, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I was just looking at it and I'm like, just the the pupil. I'm like, what is this, a black hole? Like, what's going on here? It's absolutely fascinating that God created this. Um, yeah. And, and it's like, and where is God in that eye? It's like he's in all of it. But then what's in the center is just this black, black depths of nothing, an inkwell, like something, some sort of non-existence that's yet come into being. That's you know, like, like, if you're knowing God, God isn't just one term in the equation of like you knowing God and then God knowing you. It's like God is somehow also you in the very act of your knowing God. It's like 
it's like this way that that the union of you and god is 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 like more it's more properly god god is mm. god is not apart from you as as you know him i mean but that that really kind of makes me a kabbalist where like i think like that god is like the, the on the primary level of reality only god exists and that like in your your true identity it's like you're you don't you don't see where god ends and and you begin in some sense because it's like all you see is is god um um like all god sees is god and everything god looks at is the center is god's self because the nature of ultimate reality is that it has no center or really that every every location is the center um but um uh no there was something i meant to say and i can't can't remember but um uh doesn't doesn't matter do you have to share this other you want me to share the other image yeah sure all right mitch you ready for this look at that what are your thoughts mitch it's it's definitely a striking image oh man striking. this is the uncanny valley this is for sure it. we just opened a bad corridor right now yeah i like look at the beneath his uh right eye there another cross kind of yeah He's like scarred. His lips look. His lips look swollen, and it is kind of weird. Those I mean, it's are... a, It's like a clay man with a wooden. You know what's head. interesting about this? Look at the the left eye. It's like almost like a a photograph took it, and it's like the flash of the camera in his eye. So another instance of it, like trying to imitate. Uh, yeah, extant stuff. Hmm. Yeah, and the eyes are off too. Like it's even kind of like that weird. I mean, it's strange. They're both like it's kind of almost looking in. Yeah, AR AI does that a lot, and it also has like doubled teeth. Which is and like look, the the scary. goatee kind of like the philtrum down to the chin, and then across the lip, it's like across as well. Yeah, it's a crazy. Uh, I wonder what was punched in to to generate this. I don't know. I Have you guys make... ever experimented with the the generators? No, I know that you can do something interesting. I think they mentioned it in the video that you linked me where you can put negative one and that tells the AI to do the opposite of whatever. But you can tell it to do the opposite of something that has no opposite, like Marlon Brando. It's just like, do, now do the opposite of Marlon Brando. And then it gives you like <laughs> some kind of abstract skyline or something, which is fantastic. Level, man. That's... <laughs> I haven't played with any of that yet. I I sometimes feel like the opposite of Marlon Brando. Hmm. You know that cat that the picture we just shared. I don't know why it kind of reminds me of some sort of like fairy fey realm type of uh Jesus or something. Maybe just because it it feels it feels it's got this weird. I think because of the the wooden cross being mixed in with the. It's kind of got like a weird nature spirit feel to it to me, but I don't know. Yeah. Maybe and maybe because he just looks extra like a clay mold as well. Like very, very earthy, almost more more earthy than you know, normal man. Yeah. Man, you know, but... the art those two um of of Jesus, like Christological depictions, uh, it's kind of one or two lanes, it feels like a lot of the times. It's it's nice when you can find sort of more. I don't want to say offbeat, but kind of just unconventional depictions uh, to go to an AI to get there. But 
Yeah. One of one of the most famous or iconic like icons of Jesus, it, it has a very kind of interesting asymmetry to it. Jason, do you know the one I'm talking about? I th- I um, know what you're talking about. I don't know what it's called though. I think and it's it's a very famous icon though, right? With the yeah, and it's one where I think Jesus's eyes are looking um different different way. Uh let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me see if I can find it. The thing, the thing about being God is like, you know, we think of that and we think about what we would do if we were, if we had uh, omnipotence and we would just make basically everybody worship us. But when God, you know, it's like, you know, Christ Jesus is like the fullest, you know, representation of God that we can, that, you know, we can ever experience. And like, so I'm sorry, go ahead. And he makes everyone worship him. Oh no, he doesn't make them. Well, he does. He considers his his equality with the Father not something to be grasped, something of which he divests himself. Then, once he divests himself of that, and he's just a mortal human being, he gives up his own life. He gives it up to us. And then, uh, you would say he's glorified. Yes. Yes, he is, but it's not something that he takes. That's that's the devil. The devil tempts him to take it, take it by force, and he resists yeah. the temptation. You're right. For the joy that is set before him, he willingly goes to Calvary in a decision which nobody at the time could understand. And that's what that's what it means to be God. And and I think when he said my yoke is easy, I don't think he was lying. And I think he was referring to the cross. One can say he was referring to your accepting his lordship, but his lordship, you know, has as its condition that you pick up your cross and follow him. And um, so his yoke is easy, like just in the way that like in 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 love, even the pangs of separation are sort of bittersweet or like, you know, it's like it's better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. There's a way that it was easy for Jesus to go to the cross for us. Not that he didn't suffer. Um, he suffered like, you know, like at least us three, we we cannot, we can't imagine, but he did find it easy to die for us. He didn't find it easy to die. He found it easy to die for us. And it's like not only would he do it again, but he he has done and he does so, you know, and, and you know, just just um in 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 countless in countless ways at at every level of of, of scale every level of reality um mm-hmm. um and um that's what being being god is like um it consists in this 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 love which is um so so vast that it you know it 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 spends itself and it negates itself for the sake of what what it loves just like the bodhisattva he has the opportunity to attain liberation but rather than enter that bliss he vows to stay and and make sure that every other sentient creature achieves liberation before he does and the question is whether liberation is something sort of a step away from him or whether he has not already attained it whether he is not already liberated in that very love um that um you know that that causes him to 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 seek their good above his and that that love is his liberation it is it is like the discovery 
of his true identity. Just like it says, if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed. It's um, Jesus, it's the divinity that Jesus always had in virtue of his willingness to lay his divinity, his divinity down. And, 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 and he came, he came not to condemn, but to save. He came not to be served, but to serve and to serve. And he, and he washed his um, disciples feet. And it's, it's a great, it's a great mystery to us. It's because we conceive God the other way, like how we would how how we would behave if we if we had that power, you know, that we did crucify Jesus when we saw him. And and against this kind of hardness of heart, this uh, the only option that God has is to to come as a servant and be crucified. So I mean it's just a great, it's a great mystery, you know. It's it's um it's it's endlessly it's it's inexhaustible, really. Um yeah. It's really like psychedelic, what, is really what I would say. I like what you're saying. It's making me think, you know, because all this time, it's like, yes, he laid down his divinity. But yes, it was. It's all of this was for the joy that was set before him. All of this was for uh, an outcome that was sure uh, somehow. And right. uh, the thing about us with our AI uh, creations is if it's if if we if if we get on the cross all that happens is the crucifixion there's 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 nothing we do for our creation by dying for them there's there's not there's nothing on the the sort of horizon uh if they kill us why, we die why would you say that though yeah if i'm not sure we die they kill themselves like wait what what'd you say sorry Mitch. Uh, if they if they kill us we die and then they die well, they uh, don't if they that because otherwise we would have done the same with Christ. But if you receive a self-sacrificial love, that's what I mean. If you receive that, forgive them, forgive them. They don't know what they do. That spirit, I don't know why. I mean, then then you don't you stop killing each other. Like, it's like you, that's the love that goes all the way to all the way to the depths of hell. Your your personhood was created by the love of your parents, which spent itself and you know on all their their interactions with you. And I was thinking about this the other day in terms of what I was doing. It's like I only wanted I didn't want to step outside my comfort zone. I didn't want to love whatever I was giving my attention to by dying for it. But you know, your parents they they gave you of themselves and 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 they they died to themselves um in in ways that that formed you and that constitute your very personhood when you talk to yourself that's their own internalized um uh speech to you you have internalized and it has become you and and that that love that they had for you had a person making function and i think it would have done so even if even if let's say you had been separated from them at birth um, but they they continually thought of you and prayed for you, even if you did not feel it, it would still have been stored up somewhere. And it would still, I don't know, it would still have, what did I, because I was just thinking about this the other day, that, because, and it's related to what I, what I experienced as a younger person that broke me out of that, that spell of possession, where I realized that I, I, I had emotions, but I didn't feel them. But just because I didn't feel it didn't mean that it wasn't real because I thought I didn't have the capacity to love anyone anymore. And then I realized that that was not the case that within myself, I always, um, I was always connected 
to, to the source of divine love and that from it I could never be cut off or disinherited, just never, because that was my real identity. Um, but he says, um, all the love directed at someone is stored up somewhere and makes a difference even if they do not consciously feel it. Love makes a person. Okay, that doesn't explain anything, but I, that's, that's, what I, that's what I wrote. Um, I think I got to run, guys. I'm sorry. I oh, no, that's debate. fine. This is probably nothing. winding down anyway. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so fun! Like, you guys really. Yeah, I mean, I guess it just seems to be like you would have to say that about every martyr, though. Um, you know, like they just died and nothing happened. But it's like because that's a they're, they're dying in someone's name. They're they're dying. They're dying uh, like by proxy. Yeah, uh, yeah, but we would do the same. Yeah, I just want to. Like... I, I guess I'm trying to get it. For me, I'm seeing a, a. I said it scaled up earlier. You challenged it, and I think you're right. It's like. There's some there's some market differences. Uh, there's there's something there's some things I think art in this. Oh, by Cal. <laughs> and there's some there's some things we can't impart, and there's some, and there's also like, it's not enough to love something. You have to take care of it. No matter how much I love it, I might not be able to take care of it. Uh, and it's because I I have limitations that that God doesn't have. Yeah, but. I mean, in the same, I don't know. See, in my head, I just, I guess I just keep thinking, like, I think God's the same way. Because in a way, he just lets you be. Like, because uh, I'm thinking of the prodigal son story, is what I'm, that's why I'm saying this. Because I, and I'm mapping that onto, like, the father is God type thing. And where, where, like, his one son goes away. Like, he gives him all he has. And the son goes away. And then while his son's away, he kind of doesn't have a, a way to take care of his son other than to love him from afar um and that's like all he can do um and in that way he's kind of still doing everything i don't really know maybe this was... is goes to the the begotten versus made it's like when i when i beget something it's it's almost like this is an automation in me in the artificial intelligence that i am compared to, compared to god this is an automation in me that I can generate progeny and that they're begotten and that there's, there's a, there's a connection point there that that's going to result in, in their coming home. And so the prodigal son is about just that. It's about a son that happens to be prodigal uh, and it's destined somehow to return. But uh, the thing that I make is, is not my son. The thing that I fashion is not begotten. And, and, and so. But why would you say that about Adam? But wouldn't you say that about Adam then? Yeah, you might. But the way Adam was automated, the way God, that's what I'm saying. There's a, there's a, there's a disconnect in what we're able to impart as well. Like, I, I have a capability to impart something, but it, it's very possible. And I think likely that there's things I'm just incapable of imparting. You're I mean, you're probably right to think that. So it's yeah, a I'm I'm just interested in some of what what seem they're standing out to me as the differences, in, even as we're making the analogy. Yeah, I don't know. Like sometimes it seems an extremely difficult. You gotta go. Oh no, it's okay for now. Okay, uh, it seems extremely yeah, because you know you're talking about like, well, can I really impart all that God does? Uh, and it's like, how, how on earth could someone do that? But it's like, that's, 
but in a way it's like we have to i mean because that's that's what we're all aiming towards in theosis and there's this weird way where it seems so incredibly far off to be like god and then there's this weird way where it seems just so close i'm just like it's just right there all it is is just this self-sacrificial love and if i can just do that if i can just become that it's like then then i could i could reflect the image of god and i could impart the image of god and give the image of god to others but it's like i but i see what you what you mean it's like how how much can i do that like there's moments of it probably but is my long suffering as much as god's long suffering or things like that that's why i was i mean i think those questions would probably be good when looking yeah at it's, it's, AI. it's, what? it's the, the limits of, of my ability to act or 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 care like God and it's the limits of the my creation's ability to um, act like me um, so even if I have the perfect love for it it it, it may not uh, be capable of love I don't know I don't know what we can impart yeah, that's, that's kind of a scary thought. It, I mean, it, yeah, it makes you think that about, I mean, I don't know, it makes me think that about God in the beginning, though, too. One called me that mention of the one guy who said, like, I wish Adam was never created or something like that. And it's like, well, God does it, you know. Uh, and he kind of had to. It's a weird way where I think God had to have faith in man as much as, yeah, man had to have faith in God. And it's, it's terrifying in a way. Yeah, yeah man. Well. I think so. Yes, yeah. she's getting. Yeah, yeah. Fun, but, Well, that's uh, great. I'm glad you get to you get to spend time with her. Thanks yeah, for doing it's this. Been, it's been nice. She she sat in on the whole conversation. It was very calm. Uh, so uh, maybe she's, she's on the almond tree after all. Hopefully, she didn't put too much of that heresy into her subconscious. So no, I had to cover her ears at a few parts. <laughs> Thanks, good. Good. Uh, good. Good night. Thanks, man. Good night, man. Bye.